Welcome back to the podcast that rocks weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock metal alternative and everything in between with me again is Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. See, I know what you, what you want. There you go. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. You've just given mm. into it this week. I'll do something different next week. Uh-huh. So anyway, there since the world of live music is still at a complete standstill right now, we are in a bit of mourning because this would this weekend would have marked the first weekend of the world's loudest month in the United States, where the big massive festivals take place. This weekend would have been Epicenter in North Carolina, headlined by Metallica, Leonard Skinner, Deftones, Disturbed, Evanescence, and many, 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 many more. Mm-mm. So it's disappointing, but that is it's understandable. And we talked earlier about our last week about Louder Than Life and things like that, how that was canceled for understandable reasons. Well, it's very difficult for them. Aftershock is going to be a make or break situation in August. Mm-hmm. They'll figure out what they're going to wait till August to see what everything says in California. So Aftershock Festival, headlined by Metallica and My Chemical Romance, may be the only major rock and metal U.S. festival in the United States, run by DWP at least, who are known for the biggest ones. There could potentially be some others in September or October, one of which is Blue Ridge Rock Fest, which is still posting bands. Uh, that one's a little bit closer to Gretchen. Yay, Virginia, for having yes. something. For having something. <laughs> um, it's like they openly say like it is smaller in size than the DWP festivals. Oh, However, they are. <laughs> yes, but they are promoting quite a few bands across several days. So mm-hmm. they've yet to release the headliners, but they actually have quite a good, good amount of names. Yeah, um, already without headliners. Without headliners. They've done a good job of promoting. Like, they'll do a one band every couple of days, and they've done that mm-hmm. for over a month now. They've done a good job, and they openly said they're going to be big playing it by ear also. They're just mm-hmm. going to keep continue going as if there was no coronavirus situation delaying announcements or anything. And they are keeping this in comparison to Louder Than Life, which would have been the same weekend. Yeah. I just thought so, that what their statement, how they were saying – you know, we know what happened with Louder Than Life, but please keep in mind that, you know, we're a much smaller scale one and they were trying to plan three exactly. festivals. And people keep forgetting that part. The trifecta in Louisville yeah. at the same time. Because they're like, why is- are you canceling something that's five months away? And it's like, right. well, there was three of them back to yeah. back. In the same so- park where they could not easily do maintenance to between each weekend. Well, and- yeah, and, and think about it. The, if each festival ended on a Sunday, you have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, basically to get everything set up Thursday to finalize. So you really only have like three and a half, four days in between each one. I think part of the issue too was just the logistics of trying to plan everything out remotely and not being able to go out there and start planning stuff up. They said that was a big has, that was a big problem for all the May festivals as well. Yeah, but like my point is people are saying like, oh, well, y'all should be used to this one. It's like, well, there's a lot more that just goes into it than the one that you're specifically Regardless of how many people, how many hands they have, it still takes time. So unfortunately, Louder Than Life has been scrapped, but understandably so. They were very upfront with everything. Mm -hmm. They did not even announce the full lineup. And I think that's probably for the best also. And I remember... If I'm correct, legally they can't. I'm just saying I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. And I think that would probably just be another kick in kick in the stomach if well, we knew like the on, full lineup. So on one hand, I'm curious to know what the lineup would have been, but at the same time, 
I really don't want my heart to break any more than it already is. The goal now is aftershock for all you festival attendees in the United States. So, God, everyone's vying for that right now. Yeah. Well, it's sold out now. So, well, <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll move on though, because all the news about live music is on standstill. We don't know where we're getting Rage. We don't know where we're getting Green or er, Pearl Jam, the Hella Mega Tour, which has still not been postponed yet i don't believe it's been postponed for overseas okay so they had a few shows in like june or july that were taking place overseas that makes sense okay and those have been postponed and my chemical romance which could be the killer for a lot of people if that gets postponed oh did you see the their thing uh their uh shows overseas got postponed until next year yeah and understand again like that would derail so much more if they didn't do it that way which is oh, yeah. fine too i mean we yeah. talked about not just japan last week how they're doing it in january of next year they already finalized yeah. that like yeah that makes sense because we don't even know when they're doing not fest roadshow this year now which right. should be going on technically right now yeah soon, at least i was about so, to say and then they have yeah. like that other leg in september or something right so that being said moving on from that we have word of new music being made by quite a few bands while isolation is going on some of it is very promising the most interesting to note is that lincoln park is writing new music Mm -hmm. and it it was mike shinoda has already been like putting out new music on his own just like his own solo Mm -hmm. stuff he's always been dabbling with that no matter what no matter what but at the same time phoenix uh the bassist dave farrell has said that they have been individually writing, talking, and working on music and trying to get into that mindset. And I think they've done, like, there's there's no album right now. Like, they haven't all headed into the studio. But at the same time, I feel like they've been writing and they've been working together, just like piecing ideas together and things like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not against it. I think they could make something. I think they could. I, yes, and I get it is going to be different. Okay. I, duh. But you know what? So is a, the last few Lincoln Park albums were different. You can't. One more yeah. light was very different in itself. This can, if even if you have to use the tricking mindset of, okay, this is the next chapter of Lincoln Park without Chester. However, it just sounds different. Maybe you have yeah. to play it that way. At the same time, it's still five of the same men who have been making albums for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Some of, and some of those guys in the band have been together since before Lincoln Park and just worked like known each other for that long. Oh, wow. So I honestly think I would welcome it with open arms. And I have been very vocal about my opinions of Lincoln Park over the years on my channel. Again, I was the kid with the Lincoln Park poster growing up, like in my bedroom. That poster mm-hmm. was there, you know. Hybrid Theory to Meteora to Minutes of Midnight to A Thousand Suns, which A Thousand Suns was the reason I wanted to start Rocked and like looking to reviewing music and then growing a channel off of that. And then just going from there. And even it's hard to say what direction they could possibly take without knowing. And they could do whatever they want. However, I welcome it with open arms. And it was Phoenix that said that when he was talking on a podcast. I believe it was called Dan Really Likes Wine. And <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the name of the, either the podcast or the like online show or whatever it is. The dude himself. That's his legal name. Dan Really Likes Wine? Yep. Oh, okay. Really Likes is his middle name. So, okay. Yes. So, yeah. So I would say I don't have anything against it. How do you feel? 
I'm not against it either. Yeah. I think it's like we've said before, like uh, there are a lot of times I'm pretty sure we talked about this where like, when you think of a band, you think of their singer, but there's so many other people that are part of the band. And then there are some bands where it's like, they're all, you know, you think of all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, when you say Lincoln park, a lot of people are going to think Chester. Correct. Um, And especially now, after, especially now, yeah, um, so. but even before, you know, people would think Chester. Um, but that being said, there are still other members of the band. Not to, I, not to like downplay Chester at all. Yeah. Um, so but. I, yeah, I'm in favor of it. I'm all for it. I think the remaining men, if they feel like in a spot where they could be creative and put something out there, let mm-hmm. them do it. Mm-hmm. I'd want to hear what they have to do. So I'll leave that for you, for everyone else out there. Again, this is just in the formulating thought processes and ideas. They're, and the quote is, so they're working at home a bit. They're working up ideas since they're not able to get together physically right now, but they are writing. You know, that's sometimes that's enough. And this is the yeah. time to do that. So awesome. Meanwhile, another band that has said they've been writing music is Slipknot. And that's interesting because Slipknot said they had a ton of material they didn't use for their latest album. Mm. Uh, from last year, which was excellent. So mm-hmm. we are not your kind. Had many, many like cuts and tracks that didn't make it, and ideas that could be reused or recycled or things like that. I'm all for that too. And like knowing Corey is the type of man who cannot sit still. Mm-hmm. He just wants to have so many projects going on. Like he's going to go into the food truck business now with his wife. You know, just oh, so fun. many. Yeah. So there's just so many things that he wants to do. And I could see other people wanting to jump on with that. Jim Root said, uh, Rockfi kind of reported it that I saw. And Jim Root also said like they are writing. So, or at least working on different things. Again, now's the time to do it, especially since they were supposed to be on the road soon. And if they can't use that time appropriately, especially if you have all this material in the oven or not in the oven, like on the back burner, like ready to go. And yeah, I think that works out great. So that's exciting Mm -hmm. news for that too. So. Shifting over from Slipknot, who I'm excited for, for new music, uh, arguably one of the biggest names in rock history has said uh, they've gone on the record and saying they're still working on new music. And it was the wife of Duff McKagan, Susan McKagan, that said Guns N' Roses are definitely making new music. Interesting. As in they have been recording in or they were recording in the studio. And I'm torn mm-hmm. to know what's going to come of that. Because first of all, I was asked endlessly to cover Chinese Democracy, one of the longest weighted albums of all time. Mm-hmm. And how much of a disaster it was making that album. The album itself wasn't even that bad. It was just such a mess to make. <laughs> how many members of Scandals and Roses went in and out over the years. And now three of the five original members of Guns N' Roses are back together and have been back together for a while, including Slash, which was a key component that as a Slash is an amazing songwriter. Mm-hmm. And so that shows promise. However, my cynicism stems not from Slash's ability mm-hmm. rather than from Mr. Roses. And I'm not saying Axel Rose is incapable. I'm just questioning what state of mind he's in right now and what he can deliver 
I don't know how else to put a rose on that. Not to for the pun for Axel Rose. I just don't really know what else we can hear from Guns N' Roses. And if I'm wrong, and it's amazing stuff, I'll gladly say I was wrong. You know why? Because then everyone wins. Great. <laughs> we all get new music. What do I care? I'll gladly say I'm wrong if we get something great out of it. But from the quote from Susan McKagan, I will say Guns N' Roses have been working fastidiously that's a great word on some killer new stuff i can't say much but i've heard bits and bobs and it's pretty pretty epic okay in the same two sentence quote she used the word fastidiously and then she also used bits and bobs who's bob yeah what is he talking about two bobs but i feel like we've known that they've been like they've been saying they've been writing new stuff and working on stuff now that we've there's actual confirmation that they've been in the recording stuff over the last year. Okay. Mm. Looks like we actually might be getting new guns and roses and no clear estimation of when they were supposed to go on a 2020 North American tour. As of now, it's still scheduled. Will it continue to be? We don't know. Um, will Axel Rose? I mean, what? Well, it'll start 30 minutes later than it's supposed to because of Axel. I wasn't that's, oh, no. that's that joke's older than we are, but, we at the same, but, still. <laughs> but at the same time, I that's besides the point. I do feel like Axel Rose, you know, I hope he's in a better place now. I think he is. I think now that Guns N' Roses are more well formed again, especially over the last year, two years, however long that is, Slash can do no wrong, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it'll show that. Let me rephrase. I want to be shown wrong that Guns N' Roses can still do something. Right. So that's just my opinion. What do you think about that for Guns N' Roses? Return in 2020, 2021, whatever that may be. I mean, have at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I get that too. Fair enough. I don't Man, know. I, I really don't care one way or another. Fair enough. I was just like, all right. Cool beans. Yeah. Again, uh, yeah. I mean, rock royalty. You know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'll definitely I mean, pay I like attention. Slash, I'll definitely cause... listen. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You know. And again, Slash is the so- is a songwriter, not just an amazing guitarist. So yeah. if he has influence on the new music, then there's a good chance it could be something. It really could. Yeah, I'll listen for him. Axel, uh, his voice is is very hit and miss. That is putting it politely. Um, it could be either on point, great, or horrific. He's hit or miss. Well, personally, fair enough, fair enough. But at the same time, I just here's hoping if we get new music, if we get like information, we'll pass it along. I'll post it on the socials and things like that. I would be interested in hearing it. I would review it for sure if I got a hold of it. But at the same time, I am keeping my expectations low just because I don't know what they could do. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like with Slipknot, my expectations are high. Oh, with, yeah. Lincoln, with Lincoln Park, my expectations are high regardless of the past few albums of output that many people mm-hmm. have soured on, including myself. So, but with um, Guns N' Roses, uh, I'm keeping my expectations low. And if it's something good, all right. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Another band, um, we're moving down the line. This is... It's a band rarely talked about on Rocks, and I'm pretty sure Gretchen knows who they are. I want her opinion on this. If you don't know or don't know their music, just say so, and I'll take it from there. Okay. 
Um, Butcher Babies have said their album is finished, but they can't continue with it because of the coronavirus and they're stuck at home. Now, I've heard of them. I don't know okay. any of their music, but I've heard of them. Butcher Babies is, in theory, a hard rock metal band that's led by two female lead singers. They have mm-hmm. a guitarist, a bassist, a drummer. Um, it's a lot of shrieking and screaming from the ladies who are all about um, lyrics of headbang like a rock star, headbang like a woman, twer- headbang and twerk are like kind of funny terms. Twer, 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 twer. I don't know how to put this politely. The music's not for me. Hmm. They are known for their live shows. They have a fan base. They definitely have a good live presence. Uh-huh. The ladies do put in the work. They This is a band that actually lives on the road. They've actually said how they don't make much money doing what they do, even though they live on the road and to try to do it this way. I cannot say I've ever heard one Butcher Baby song that made me happy to listen to a Butcher Baby song. Interesting. So this. Yeah, I've this, seen you post pictures of them before, like when they performed at festivals mm-hmm, and the like. Because I interviewed them at Rockville in 2018, and they were nice. And they've been on. They've toured with many, many bands. They've been around for a long time. I just. It's such an odd. Now I have to go look them up on Spotify. Yeah, worth it definitely. I just remember when I first got the first press release I got years ago mm-hmm. about the song "They're Going to Take Me Away." Which is uh, that song that really that opened my eyes like oh my and like I've never I've yet to hear them play that song live and I've seen Butcher Babies several times from the festival circuits and stuff mm-hmm. I just man I I get they have an audience but I think that a, that audience is into Butcher Babies for not the reasons of the music it's because it's uh, flash and dazzle for the live show yeah. it's because the headbang and unison like feel like you're one with the family with Butcher Babies yeah and I think there are some people who are just enamored because of the two ladies who are um in the front of the band who used to be very scantily clad when they used to perform not so much anymore Okay. But re- like they used to call themselves, qu- not making this the name up, this is what they call themselves, slut metal. That's, so that's a term. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, the ladies would just po- like, would perform with the band, like just wearing like electric tape over their nipples and just like sing, do the whole show topples and things like that. So All it's right. very. Yeah, so I think that's part of the reason why they got a lot of buzz and a big fan base. Again, though, they were super nice when I met them. Aren't I'm they just... supposed to go on a tour? Yeah, oh, they're endlessly touring. I think they were supposed to go on a tour with All That Remains and Hell Yeah. That got yeah. either postponed yeah. or canceled. I was to say, yeah, All That Remains does sound familiar with that. Yeah, so but... that was supposed to be their next tour. And they said they have an album ready. It's just they have to like mix it and stuff, and it's just not ready because coronavirus. Again, I don't hate the band by any means, just not for me. And, yeah. Uh, so the reason I bring up these four bands with a notable name of different levels, but still Guns N' Roses, Slipknot, Linkin Park, and then down to like lo- like not household names, it's still names in the community that the rock world knows, like Butcher Babies. It feels like many, many bands are working on new stuff. They are using this time appropriately, mm-hmm. which is something, you know, I can't knock that. So that's, I think that's kind of nice. Um, something else that's kind of nice that happened though is two bands that have been working to donate music or donate money to the 
different foundations for relief for all the COVID-19 stuff. The first one is one that Gretchen and I talked about that Gretchen contributed to, actually, mm-hmm. is Shine Down for direct support for direct relief, mm-hmm. just for everything that's going on to help like fund everything and make donations for all the relief supplies and things like that. Um, I don't, was it Atlas? What was the name of the song? Atlas. Atlas Falls. Atlas Falls was a deep cut uh, that Shinedown never released. They released it in a package uh, for $50. You get a t-shirt and a download of the single. And then 100% of the proceeds go to direct relief. Mm -hmm. And Brett Smith said in an interview here in St. Louis with a local radio show that we get it. $50 is a lot more for a t-shirt and a song, but literally every dollar of proceeds goes Mm -hmm. to direct relief we get nothing out of this we're sending everything their way yeah and it's a unique t-shirt that's a unique thing to get a song out of it and they said they're being careful like for youtube like to make sure that like people don't upload the song inappropriately Mm -hmm. keep it off spotify and socials and things like that or through streaming sites which is smart and that way you have another unique t-shirt out of it there's so many bands doing the unique t-shirt designs right now for oh yeah which is also really smart because again, this is a type of event where everyone's going to know, Oh, is that like a COVID-19 or coronavirus t-shirt? Yeah, it is. Everyone's yeah. going to be aware because this affects everyone. It's all well, going to be a part of There's a lot of bands doing shirts that are like um, geared toward helping their road crew. Exactly. Hailstorm and in this moment, both did that. And so did um, a day to remember and motionless and white. Yep. Which is also huge because a yeah. lot of people forget about those. And that's those like I've talked about before, like all the smaller venues around the U.S. literally are have furloughed or laid off everyone because yeah. there's no events to be had. Yeah. It's just put that big cartoony closed sign on the front door and just wait for the spider web. So clutter, clutter up and that's it. Hmm. There's all those venues right now, old and new, that are just empty. And there's no definite opening in sight. Think about all those employees. Then you have to think about all the road crews who live on the road. And that's how they make their money and supporting it and stuff like that. Who also are just sitting at home waiting. And like all their skills. And they are very skilled at what they do. All the, all the guitar technicians, sound and lighting engineers, producers, just the road crews themselves to help with stage design. They're all just sitting at home, hoping to find some way to provide, mm. which sucks. So it's cool the bands are doing that too. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Another band that donated a ton of money is Five Finger Death Punch. And we all know I've said many things about Five Finger Death Punch, but this one is awesome. I mean, this is another check mark in the good things they've done. The band together has donated $150,000 to the Gary Sinise Foundation, which goes to, let me get this right, because I know. It's part of like the frontline type mm-hmm. stuff for Gary Sinise. And it's awesome, which is America's defenders, veterans, and first responders. Okay. So the AIDS, all of yeah. that, while it's all this stuff is going on. So aid for everything for the veterans crew who are probably needing that. And also just for first responders, which is still nothing that's needed in this time. So that's awesome that they were able to do that. So bands yeah. that have the means to do it are chipping in mm-hmm. and it's worth pointing out the bands are doing that right shinedown is using their name and their platform in a correct and proper way to get funds and money and like they're going out of their way to make sure direct relief is getting that five finger death punch is going out of their way to make the gary sinise foundation for veterans and first responders to get money and a donation for funds there is a lot of bands and a lot of musicians doing things right so yep. i wanted to pass that along that's just a bit of 
positive news in this. Not everyone's just sitting at home waiting. There's actually people trying to do something when there's musicians and bands writing, which is awesome, using this time productively and creatively. There's also bands that are trying to make a stand and do something proactive and try to help. It's kind of nice to see that. And I just wanted to point some of those stories out. So I think that's kind of great. So that being said, we'll just move on to a couple things. Uh, we'll go through the top three mainstream rock songs of the week from Billboard's Mainstream Rock, just to prove my point again of what I think about mainstream rock. So for the top three songs of the week ending in May 2nd, number three coming in this week, Unforgettable by Godsmack. Interesting. That album came out in... I was about to say, wait a minute. <laughs> a while ago. And that song is now just at number three. Sirius is still hammering that. Sirius XM is still hammering that song hard. And man, I this is I don't know if it's the weakest Godsmack album. I have not heard them all, but yeah, this time. And it's not the worst song on the album. It's just kind of nothing. It just exists. Dang. It's just there. And I know I you mean, like the song, right? Huh? Do you like the song? I mean, I like it well enough. I think Sirius has kind of just planted it in my brain. Yeah, um, fair enough. Fair enough. That's how it is for me, too. I mean, on one hand, I'm kind of impressed that, you know, for an album that came out a while ago now. Correct. That there's still songs on. I still remember board, how like, terrible rock stations and Sirius XM and we Gretchen and I are both big supporters of Sirius XM including Octane mm-hmm. how terrible they were about playing Bulletproof every other song for yeah, roughly six rough. months I mean it was inexcusable and man I man dark times dark times for sure <laughs> but we moved on um, but yeah the album came out back in April, 7, April 27th 2018 two years wow. ago this week Wow. So, like, on one hand, I'm impressed, but on the other hand, I'm like, oh my God. It's enough. Put the (laughs) album on the shelf. Godsmack, if you want to do something different or write or because Godsmack's endlessly toured for this past few years, too. They've done festivals like crazy. Godsmack's a very hit in this band live, too. But at the same time, oh, please do something better. Just do something better than this because i've heard better than this from godsmack that is a very fair statement yeah number two uh for the billboard's top three mainstream songs of the week is popular monster by falling in reverse okay and again it bumped up a little bit right now it's at its peak position again after the tragic news of losing their guitarist it feels like popular monster would have been going to number one anyway and i do see that happening so again um, I'm not a fan of Falling in Reverse. The song's fine. It honestly is fine. It's a bop. <laughs> Fair enough. I have nothing really. I can't. I don't hate it by any means. Again, uh, Sirius XM was really hammering that down for like a couple weeks, like hard. But at the same time, now radios like playing the edited versions, mm-hmm. and for a non-album single, that's pretty good. And this could go mm-hmm. to number one, which I think would be Falling Reverse's first number one on the mainstream rock songs. I think. I could be wrong about that. Hmm. So take that for what it's worth. Um, If it is. Yeah, you know. Again, Falling in Reverse is in unfortunate turmoil right now. So take, yeah. So just worth pointing that out. 
And then number one is Breaking Benjamin featuring Scooter Ward of Cold, Far Away. Were they number one last week or were they number two? I don't remember which one they were last week. Let me see if it shows. They were one or last two. Week they, last week they were number one. Okay, so, so at least, yeah. So they've been on the charts for a while, this song. So um, the Green Day song got bumped up off. Yeah, the, the Green Day song, oh yeah, fell a few spots from last week. Thank God. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, uh, that's oh yeah, that song needed to drop a while ago. Um, again, it just proves my point, and I said this about a while for a while. There are some bands that mainstream will never stop playing. Breaking Benjamin is at the top of that yeah, list. They do love. They will. Benjamin. The local rock stations throughout the United States will never, ever stop playing Breaking Benjamin, even if they had a gun to their head. <laughs> And they would like just start twitching and sweating because they just have to play another Breaking Benjamin song. Old or new, doesn't matter. They yep. will always support Breaking Benjamin. Mm-hmm. So take that for what it's Which, worth. I mean, there are worse bands you could like. Are have, worse bands. Exa- I totally agree with that. There are worse bands you could have to for that main button on the control panel that you're always pushing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, oh man, every single time That's they what I say. they do they do like to overplay them. Yeah. But... And like this is one of the better songs on that um unique mm-hmm. album. Oh, I but, like the song. Yeah, it is one of the better ones for sure. I, again, it's just the format of that album was so odd and lazy. That is a good way yeah. to put it. How they pretty much just lifted vocal tracks. Ugh, mm. ugh, ugh. That that's a no-no for me. <laughs> But uh, so that's the top three of this week. And also one interesting note that happened since it's 2020, we're going to have a lot of 20 year anniversaries for big, big albums in the rock scene. Mm. This week, the one that is 20 years old is Papa Roach's Infest. Whoa. So again, that was their breakout. That was the big deal for them. Damn, I was 10. They were making it out. They were making a big noise on TRL and MTV with their oh, TRL. Wow. Mm-hmm. Flashback. <laughs> In the days where you could not get a rock video to save your life on TRL, no. they were doing it. They were one of the few bands to do it with uh, last resort. And they had mm-hmm. a few on there too. So 20 years old now. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they've been a band that's like, they've had a few member changes for sure. But at the same time, Jacoby and oh, I can never remember the guitarist's name. Pardon my pardon me for that. They've been going strong for many, many years now. And yeah. I'm not particularly a fan. However, I have told Gretchen about this before. I probably have mentioned this on the podcast before. They are the best example I have ever seen of a band treating their fans right. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Shaddix is such an amazing example of doing meet and greets the right way of like being willing to shake hands and talk to every single fan he probably possibly can every show he can truly gracious and having gratitude for everyone and trying to be friendly with everyone. He is that guy. Mm-hmm. So I will never be, I don't know if I could ever be a big fan of Papa Roach, but at the same time, I will never, I can never really knock anyone that is a diehard fan of Papa Roach. And they right. have many diehard fans. Many, many, many. Oh, yeah. So, again, I think that's just something unique. And there will probably be more of those as we go. I know a Perfect Circle's debut, uh, Murder Gnome, is 20 years old this year. That should be coming up in a little week. There's a lot of albums like that. So, as soon as I see those, we'll mention those as well for a little 
trip down yep. memory lane. I was about to say, Hailstorm just had an anniversary with one of their albums. I believe so. Yes. It's like 11 years old or something. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, so like in 2000 was a big year for rock. Like that's when the new metal was just booming. There was other bands doing huge stuff. So there'll be a lot of those this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just remember seeing Papa Roach live for the first time when I was in high school at the local radio station festival. It was right before um, their second album came out, and the it hadn't even, the album hadn't even come out yet, but the song was just a new single, "Getting Away with Murder." Oh yeah, and like we were one of the first cities to ever hear it, and oh. yeah, so I just remember that being a unique memory in the back of my. I've seen Papa Roach many times. I've shot Papa Roach many times. I've met the band, you know. Uh, I may not be a fan of the music. At the same time, I can't knock anyone that is a fan of Papa Roach because, again, they really are that good of people. So mm-hmm. go for it. <laughs> they get a little wild. Jacoby gets wild on stage. I was about to say, gets a gets a little hairy sometimes. Gretchen's got sto- Gretchen's got stories, but I've got stories. I've- I do. Too, I do too. Gretchen has worse stories, weirder stories about seeing Papa Roach live. But at the same time, um, having to defend my mom in the pit exactly that was um, fun yeah so you know what that's fine and good for papa roach for papa roach has stayed relevant and in mm-hmm. has stayed a name in all the different changes of music and papa roach has changed their styles up a bit too with her last album um i was not a fan to put as politely as i can who do you trust oh boy uh but at the same time you know what they still are doing very well I know whenever they start going on tour again, they'll still sell out like crazy. Just still get the tons and tons of fans in. And they have made that audience. They're a big ship rocked band too. They have ship rocked yeah. diehards. So good for them. And I think that's really all. There's a few new albums coming out on like for not big bands, but some decently known bands. If you listen to Sirius XM or listen to like uh, radio rock and other, and other circuits, Boston Manor, who uh, Gretchen and I saw at Sonic Temple last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and John from ARTV is a big, big fan. He'll have a review of the album. Their new album, Glue, comes out Friday. Oh. So if you want to check that out. I know Diet Sig, which is an indie alt kind of punk, not really punk band, but like indie, like a duo band, a guy and a girl. I saw them live in 2016, and they have a new album coming out this Friday as well. Okay. So again, just stuff to keep your eyes on. Um, as for the rest of May, we'll play it by ear because we were supposed to be getting a Lamb of God that got postponed. We were supposed to be getting the Killers. From what I understand, that's postponed too. On track as of recording this on April 29th, we are still expected to get Weezer, Creeper, Static X, and a few more. So there is still potential for big albums to come, but who knows? So yeah, that's just how it is. So that being said, I think we spent enough time just going over and reveling and trying to distract ourselves from understanding the festival season. We'll have to wait until this fall. Mm. And it's just how it is. So that being said, thank you all for listening and watching. Gretchen will have some more videos on her channel. She has one coming up on Friday. She just did a Trivium-inspired makeup look this past Tuesday. I will have a new video on 10 good songs by bad bands coming up on Friday. I'm sure the comment section is going to be a war zone. 
<laughs> I've already gotten some rude, com- not rude, but just whiny comments. Uh, what do you mean this is a bad band? Thumbs this up if you agree that this is not a bad band. Just, me, from, me, posting, me, me. just from posting the thumbnail, just saying yes. coming Friday, and people are looking at the thumbnail, knowing who I'm going to talk about. So I'll be premiering that on Friday. And please, it should be 2 p.m. Eastern on Friday. If you can make it then, please do. The more people watching a live premiere, the better, the more YouTube pushes it out. So that's always, always helpful to catch a premiere for any YouTuber, any video you can. If you ever see them live streaming or doing a video premiere, it's always worth it to help them out. Just click that button and just watch live. Always, always, always. So check that out. I've already had a few patrons chime in and they've seen the video from patreon they've enjoyed or they said there's no problems with it i guess that's a good way to say it i've had a couple people say it is a good video a good list so i'm and i take that as good rapport from at least two different patrons who have said yeah this is a good representation i cover the full gambit too heavy music pop rock there's there'll be some surprises in there for sure some bands you probably haven't thought of recently so (laughs) keep your eyes on that that being said, thank you again for listening. Please subscribe if you haven't on YouTube. We're so close to 1,000 subs right now. I'm going to be obnoxious and just derail the ending of this just so I can look up the exact number. I'm going to be obnoxious. Because, yeah, I know. I'm going to keep doing it right now every time until we get there. Because once we get to 1,000 subs, not only can we finally mod podcast, we can start doing live streams. So if you want to hear Gretchen and I actually do this like show live on YouTube. Oh, Lord. I could easily do that. Easily. And that way Yikes. we could have a live chat room. Yikes. It's fine. Big yikes. Are you kidding? They'll be nice to you. They'll be ripping me apart. Uh, so uh, that's something we could do easily if we get to 1,000 subs. 981. 19 to go. Nine, for the love of God, everyone. Please, if you... If you have anyone on social media that you keep in contact with, and don't lie because we're all at home right now looking for stuff to do. I like how you you worded that. If you have anyone at home, but you know, if you don't, it's cool. No, I mean, like if you have anyone you're talking to through social media, things like that, please share out the link to subscribe, have your friends subscribe, things like that. Just try to get the numbers up. 19 is all it takes. And then we get to take this to the next level. And it's a huge help. It's monetary support for rocks which is huge. It's live stream so that we can be more engaging. That way when we're actually talking back and forth, we can have a live audience and that way it'll be posted instantly on YouTube on whatever nights we do this. Say we do this every Tuesday or Wednesday night, whatever night that may be. Please let your friends know, tell people just 19. We're so close guys. So thank you again. Thank you, Gretchen for joining me with this. Do you have any words of wisdom you would like to end the show with tonight? And I'm fresh out of words of wisdom other than just, Please continue to stay six feet apart. I think that's very wise and not difficult to do. Six feet. Six feet, people. Come on. Yeah. You know what? If you're close enough to high five someone, you're too close. Back up.